Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Hi, Rebecca Shear here. We are just weeks away from the official start of our fifth season of Circle Round. Whether you're new to the show or you've been with us from the very beginning, thank you for keeping Circle Round going and for sending your emails, voice memos, and coloring pages, and for supporting our home station, WBUR. You are the reason we make this podcast, and we can't wait for you to hear our new episodes. In the meantime, we're mixing it up today and sharing an episode of Stories Podcast, a show featuring everything from classic fairy tales to original stories for kids, written by Dan Hines and performed by Amanda Weldon. This story is called The Grass is Always Greener. Once upon a time, in a grassy yard in a grassy suburb, a bunny named Beverly was enjoying her breakfast. She had served herself her favorite meal. Fresh grass, eaten right out of the ground. It was green and sweet and delicious, at least if you were a bunny. And the best part was that it grew absolutely everywhere. Green grass, she sang to herself as she ate. Green spring grass, I love, love, love my green spring grass. As she ate, idly scratching at one floppy ear with a long foot, her friend the badger came trundling out of his hole. He had once been a fierce old beast, the terror of the local squirrels, but now he was old and toothless. These days, he munched on worms and grubs, and he was a much friendlier kind of neighbor. Oh, hello, Beverly, he said, squinting into the sun. I was just coming up to check the time. Good morning, Mr. Badger, the bunny said, taking another bite of grass. Or should I say good evening? I hope I didn't wake you. I know you like to sleep during the day and wake up at night. Oh, don't worry about that, Mr. Badger said. These old ears don't hear so well. I suspect you could shout into my hole and I would barely hear it. Oh, okay, Beverly said. Oh, what was that? I said, oh, okay, she said again a little louder. Yes, it is a nice day he said back. Beverly just smiled at him and went back to her grass. She munched for another minute before something caught her eye. There, at the far end of the yard, the fence was missing a slat. Through the gap, she could see the next lawn over. It looked even greener, even taller, and even more delicious than her yard. She knew right away that she just had to have a taste. Excuse me, Mr. Badger, she said. I think I'll take a little trip next door. That grass over there looks a little bit greener. A trip to the store? You need to get meaner? The old badger cocked his scruffy head, still squinting in the sun. Next door, Beverly said. I think the grass looks greener. Mr. Badger grunted. Grass looks greener? Let me tell you, that grass is always greener on the other side. 
At least, that's how it looks. But let me tell you, start chasing the greener grass and you'll always be chasing it. There's always something that looks better than what you have, but that's only because you're looking at it from far away. Up close, you'll find places are more or less the same. It's really what you make of them that counts. Beverly was already halfway across the lawn, the advice going in one floppy ear and then right out the other. Sure, sure, she hollered over a fuzzy shoulder. Sounds good. Bye. She hopped across her lawn and popped through the hole in the fence. On the other side, the lawn was wide and long and green. There were a few shady trees and even a little bird bath full of water to drink. It's perfect, Beverly said, her nose twitching. She bounded across the yard to the deepest, greenest tuft of grass and bent down to take a big bite. Yuck, she said, spitting and coughing. What's wrong with this grass? Despite looking greener and lusher than ever, the grass tasted hot and bitter. She tried small bites in a few more places, and they tasted just as bad. What is wrong over here? Beverly asked herself. But the little bunny didn't have to wait long for an answer. As she pondered, she saw a human come around the house with a big rolling can. He was pumping at a handle and then spraying a yellow liquid all over the grass. Hey, Morty, you almost done? Came a shout from around the corner. Yeah, just one more pass with the weed killer, the human shouted back, pumping and spraying all over the lawn. Beverly was horrified. They were spraying poison on the grass. This whole lawn was ruined. She thought about heading back to her own yard, but then she saw an opening across a little dirt lane. There was another yard, one with grass so deep and weeds so thick she was sure it had never been sprayed. It grew wild and tall, and it was the greenest lawn yet. Jackpot, Beverly said, bunny hopping quickly across the dirt lane. She flew into the deep grass and was lost in the towering strands. It was like being in an enchanted forest full of deliciousness. A careful nibble told her that this grass hadn't been sprayed with anything and was ready for eating. Now this is perfect! Beverly started eating and the grass was as good as it looked. She ate one long stalk all the way down to the dirt and then turned to eat another and another. Everywhere she wandered in the lawn, there was tall grass, sweet leaves, and cool shade. Old Mr. Badger didn't know what he was talking about, she said to herself, a long blade of grass in her paws. This is the greenest grass ever. This is paradise. She kept eating, and in the distance, she heard a low rumble. Beverly assumed it was a distant car or something like that, but then it kept getting louder and louder. What in the world is that sound, she wondered, heading closer to the dull roar. Suddenly, a swarm of crickets all hopped by her, heading the opposite direction as fast as their little hoppers could carry them. What's going on? the little bunny shouted. Where are you all going? What do you think the crickets are running from? We'll find out when this episode of Stories Podcast continues after the break. 
Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the cat in the hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back. I'm Rebecca Shear, host of Circle Round. This week, we're featuring another kids show in our feed, Stories Podcast. Before the break, Beverly the bunny was munching on green, delicious grass when she heard a rumble that sent the crickets fleeing. I'll let Stories Podcast take it from here. The crickets kept running until one landed on her face, right between her eyes. What's going on? she asked. Lawnmower! the cricket shouted and then leapt away. A second later, Beverly saw it. It was a giant lawnmower nearly as big as a car. She could see its razor-sharp spinning blades obliterating the grass into tiny pieces and then sucking them away into a big, dark bag. It roared louder as it got closer, and she could feel it trying to pull her in. Ah! she shouted, and she turned and ran after the crickets. Behind her, the lawnmower roared and chugged and cut with its giant blades spinning deadly in the sun. She dodged left and right and finally saw an opening between two trees. She darted through and leapt a little garden fence and ducked under some planks and popped up safe and sound in yet another backyard. This one had the smell of recently cut grass, so she knew the mower wouldn't be coming back. Luckily for her, they hadn't bagged the cut grass, so there were fresh piles of it spread across the lawn. It smelled like heaven, and Beverly was sure that this was the greenest grass yet. Boo to that old grump, Mr. Badger! She bellied up to a little pile of cut grass and started eating. It was sweet and crunchy, and it felt like it was prepared just for her. Hey, what are you doing in my yard? Beverly froze. A shadow had fallen over her, blocking out the sun. She turned and looked up, right into the angry eyes of the largest dog she had ever seen. Ah, uh, just eating grass, she said weakly. This is Rambo's grass. This is Rambo's yard, the dog barked, baring its teeth. Buddy, get out! Ruff, ruff, out, out! He darted for Beverly, and she took off running with a squeak. His jaws snapped shut behind her, just missing her tail. Get back here, you little buddy! No one eats Rambo's grass! The yard was surrounded by a tall chain-link fence, but Beverly saw a little gap underneath. She leapt for it, the big dog slobbering behind her, and shot under the fence just in time. The dog crashed into the chain-link, 
with a terrible rattling and bounced back into the grass. That's right, little hopper, Rambo the dog shouted, getting back on his paws. The only bunnies I like are stuffy bunnies with squeakers. Get out of here, rough! Happily, Beverly said, running from the fence and losing herself in the maze of suburban yards. There were people and dogs and lawnmowers and cars, and she suddenly felt very lost and alone. She moped about for a bit, and then she saw it. There, across a few yards, was a wooden fence with a missing plank. Behind the fence, the grass looked thick and quiet and greener than anything she had ever seen. Her confidence came roaring back. Old Mr. Badger had no idea what he had been talking about. This was the greenest grass ever, and she had finally found it. With a hop, a skip, and a jump, she crossed the crazy suburban yards and leapt through the hole in the fence. The other side was even better than it had looked. It was quiet and cozy with plenty of deep green grass and delicious-smelling flowers. I think I finally found the perfect new place, she said to herself, and she started eating. The grass was delicious, probably the best she had ever tasted. So, came a familiar old voice, you decided to come back after all. Beverly looked up and was shocked to see Mr. Badger, squinting at her from the shade of his hole. What are you doing here, she said. You've been chewing ears? he asked. No, what are you doing here? What? I live here, you know that. You went hopping off like mad a couple hours ago, and now you're back. I, I'm back? Beverly looked around and realized that he was right. She had gotten so turned around with all the hopping and running that she hadn't realized, but yeah, she was right back in her own lawn, where she had started. Oh, I guess you were right, she said, finding herself surprisingly happy to be home. I guess that grass always does look greener on the other side. What? The lass is meaner to your brother's ride? That's right, Mr. Badger, she said, taking a bite of grass and finding it the tastiest she'd ever had. That's exactly right. The End that was The Grass is Always Greener from Stories Podcast. Want to hear more? You can subscribe to Stories Podcast wherever you listen to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. We'll circle around together again next week.